0: Special edition of the 206 Sports Pod because, as you may know, we've had a blockbuster deal impacting the NFC West. And when it impacts the NFC West, it impacts the Seahawks. So, with that in mind, we say hello to former Seahawks, former Cougar, Seahawks pre and post-game host, and so much more. Michael Bump is so bumped. This is first of all, hello. Second of all, big damn deal yeah. between the LA Rams. Detroit Lions: The two starting quarterbacks switch. So, Goff heads east, Stafford heads west, and going with Goff, a third-round pick this year, two future number one picks. What do you make of the deal?
1: I was um, when I found out the deal was going down. I was actually in Yakima, and I got a text. Someone texted me a tweet from Schefter, I believe it was, and I see the headline. And I didn't think this move was going to be made. I thought a move would be made by both teams. We knew Stafford wanted to get out of Detroit. We felt like the Rams were not committing to Jared Goff. So where are they going to go? Deshaun Watson, um, Matthew Stafford got thrown into the mix. But I thought that something else was going to happen. So then when I saw it, I looked at the details. So now the Detroit Lions are getting a first round pick in 2022, 2023. Uh, they send Matthew Stafford over there. They're getting the Rams are getting a first round pick and the Rams are sending a first round pick. And then I start to think about the two situations. The Rams think they are a quarterback away from being an elite football team. And to the untrained eye, you can say, yes, they are one game or one quarterback away from being an elite team, but there are some things they gotta figure out. So initially I was skeptical, then I dug deeper, and then I put myself in the Detroit Lions shoes and the Rams shoes and came up with a bunch of scenarios.
0: Okay, so all right, let's take the next next step on this. Here's my here's my untrained eye description of Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, Michael, reminds me of a supercar. He reminds me okay. of a McLaren, right? Uh, he reminds me of a, a Porsche. He reminds me of a and man, that thing can be high performance ninety five percent of the time, but dependability can be an issue and when it's not dependable it can cost you and the analogy is this matthew stafford's got way above average arm ability he's got some special ways he can throw the football but you know what he does a lot of what's that he throws he throws it to the wrong team (laughs) a lot of the time i mean a lot of the time Yeah, He's he's going to be going into his 13th season. He has played 10 full seasons in the NFL. And in none, none of those 10 full seasons, has he ever had a season that he has thrown fewer than 10 interceptions? So my point is, I I think the Rams made a bit of an upgrade, but I'm not sure I'd start booking rooms for next year's (laughs) Super Bowl. What do you think?
1: You, you make a lot of good points. You're right. Matthew Stafford turns the ball over. I think we have to factor in who he's throwing the ball to. Megatron isn't there anymore. They still have Marvin Jones. He's a free agent. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, he has been known to throw the ball over. I think the Rams are getting an upgrade. I think they're getting a guy that McVeigh thinks fits perfectly into their offense. They're going to say, look, we're still going to hit the east-west stuff. But with this arm that this guy has, now we can stretch the field. We can throw it, throw it downfield. And like I said, people are excited about this. Rams fans should be excited about this because I feel it's an upgrade. Will it be a great upgrade? I don't know. Well, are they Super Bowl contenders? We'll see. They still got to fix that defense, right? Not, not fix it as not change the scheme and reinvent it, but Staley's gone, defensive coordinator. Um, you have Leonard Floyd and, and Johnson who are free agents this year and probably aren't, aren't going to be here. Who's going to run your defense? Who's going to fill the void with those two? There are some other things that they need to do. I think they did get an upgrade at the quarterback position, though. Um, Matthew Stafford is talented. You see it when he plays. His decision-making has been poor. But what can we say about golf? Golf won't pull the trigger. Or when he does, under pressure, he turns the ball over. So pros and cons on both sides. But I think it worked out, honestly, for both football teams.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think you can make a great case for that. I want to ask you about what has happened to Jared Goff over the last two seasons. His first, and I, I know th- we can dig deep into analytics and other numbers. I, I just like I like the TD and interception numbers. I think they they're just a good base to start with. So Jared Goff, his first full season as a starter, twenty eight touchdown passes, seven interceptions. Second year as a starter, thirty two TDs. 12 picks but his last two years uh 22 and 16 and this season 20 touchdowns 13 interceptions he's obviously regressed the last two years is that on Goff? is that on mcveigh i mean what it, it should be the opposite it should be the opposite he's, his trend line is going the wrong way why is that
1: i think a, a couple of things happen. i think todd Gurley was not an MVP anymore. There was a moment in time when Todd Gurley was in the talks of MVP. I think he might've gotten offensive player of the year. I'm not sure. I'm I'm sure he was being talked about it. And that run game opens up everything for Jared Goff and these Rams. They didn't really have a run game this year. I feel like they started to find themselves with Cam Akers, Malcolm Brown, Darryl Henderson and McVay's offense has to be a run threat. So I think that hurt Jared Goff. I also think that in his early years, He's a number one pick, but there aren't that many expectations. You're a number one pick. You're a franchise quarterback. We'll take what you got right now for the first couple of years, and let's see how you develop. Well, his first few years, he has a lot of success. He goes to a Super Bowl. Now he has that pressure on him to be the guy. He has the pressure on him to be the guy, and he loses a run game. McVay's like, look, you have to make the final decisions. The pressure is on you, and I think it got to him. I think he has to have help. He can't do it by himself. Matthew Stafford, his numbers might say that he struggles at times when he has to be the guy, but he's not shy. He's not shy about it. He's going to throw the football. He's going to make some plays. He has that moxie bomb. And I just don't think Jared Goff has that. And I think that possibly Jared Goff hasn't developed mentally the way that Sean McVay is wanting him to. We know that Sean McVay would talk to him in his helmet all the way until 15 seconds to the last minute, last second that you can talk to your quarterback. And he's giving him tips. He wants Matthew Stafford. Here's the play. I'll throw you a nugget or two, but you're a veteran. You're a smart guy. I think maybe that has something to do with it as well.
0: Talk about uh, Stafford throwing to Cooper Cup and and Robert Woods. What's that going to look like?
1: It's going to look like it did last year. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods have, I believe, their top like five when it comes to yards after the catch the last two seasons in the NFL. And that's because they do the crossing routes, the short stuff. I think that's going to be there for them. But now I think they're going to get vertical a bit more because um, of the threat of Stafford, his arm. He's a veteran. He's going to be able to read defenses. And he hasn't had weapons like that in a long time. He has had Marvin Jones calvin johnson those guys are great but now he has a tandem a true tandem who i feel like is pretty good now i talked to paul moyer and paul brought something to my attention he goes well they don't have a receiver that's going to blow the top off of the defense and that they don't cooper cup is fast i told him okay they're not going to blow the top off but he'll stretch it he'll at least yeah. stretch it so they're still gonna have to do some things on offense as well but i think it'll look similar more shots down the field though
0: Look, we know, let's bring this around to the the team we love to talk about and cover, and that's the Seahawks. John Schneider, Pete Carroll, they have a vision, they have a plan. They've got a new offensive coordinator, ironically, coming up from L.A., okay, from the Rams, so that that adds a whole level of, of intrigue to that rivalry. My question is this, is Matthew Stafford's acquisition by the Rams significant enough that It'll leave John and Pete with more to think about this offseason in terms of how they build their defense and try to improve on it. Do they have to think about Stafford being in the division or that's just not that important in terms of what they hope
1: to accomplish? Uh, Do you think about it? You have to think about it just because you have a new quarterback. You don't have film as much film on him. You can go get any film you want, but there's nothing like experience and playing against a guy, knowing his tendencies. So you have to think about it. But I think end of the day, each team has to focus on what they need at this point. And right now the Seahawks need, in my opinion, an upgrade on the offensive line. You have a new coordinator in. you have to get to know this new system and you have to make decisions on the defensive side of the ball, who you're going to keep. In football, it's not like basketball. In basketball, you can draft to beat a team one or two guys a couple matchups and football you can draft to try and be competitive in your division but it's going to take so many more moves and picks to do that so teams gotta focus on their identity and what they want to do i know coaches are anxious though i know that it's something that has been brought up because you're bringing uh I, as I, I'm going to assume Matthew Stafford has been to a Pro Bowl. I don't know if, if he has or not. I'm just going to throw that out there and assume. Maybe he's been to a Pro Bowl. At least uh, he's had a couple seasons where he was that caliber of guy. If you bring Matthew Stafford over, you're having a meeting. You're talking about it. But you're focusing on what your team needs to get better.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think if, if I'm Ken Norton Jr., I'd much, I'd much rather try to put a game plan together to contain Jared Goff than try to contain Matthew Stafford. I, I think that I think that would be a given. All right, so we look at the division now and, and the quarterbacks in the division, and, and there's a glaring sort of gap, right? Arizona set, Seahawks set, Rams now set, San Francisco not set. So can they afford, as the, ar- the literal arms race in this division, the ante has been upped with the arrival of Matthew Stafford, Can San Francisco move forward with with Jimmy Garoppolo and be considered, at the very least, a division contender? Or do they really got to start maybe thinking even more aggressively about one Deshaun Watson?
1: I think they're going to be contenders with Jimmy Garoppolo say what you want about Jimmy. He's not my favorite quarterback. He has limitations. Leadership skills are suspect to me, but he's still 24 and nine as a starter. He still wins ball games when he is healthy. Now he has to be healthy. He hasn't been healthy as of late, but when he is out there, he can play some football. It might not suit what you want to see on TV, not flashy or whatnot, but he's in the right system. He can play some football. Um, but I think, they need or should be trying to upgrade and they should get in the arms race and they should make a a play at Deshaun Watson they should see what else is out there is there a trade that can be done because I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy who's going to win a Super Bowl for you can he make you competitive most definitely he wins ball games he has enough weapons around him to where he's not going to be asked to do a lot of the heavy lifting you got Debo you got Ayuk you got your plethora of running backs in the back there. You got George Kittle. I mean, he's got some guys. He's got a solid defense. Salah's gone now. He's going to the Jets. So we'll see what this defense looks like. But at least going off of last year, he still has those pieces.
0: Fair to assume that, and we talked about the price tag for the, for the Rams to acquire Stafford. It was a hefty one. Um, Deshaun Watson is going to cost another team more than that, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he is. He should. He he looked at that that deal and laughed. Two first rounders. All right, you want me? <laughs> You're gonna bust your first rounders. And the Texans they're talking about. They don't want to move them. They're not interested. After seeing that deal, they have to be interested. And I think they're interested before that. They just have to play this game with with the media right. and the public. But um, yeah, he's gonna be worth a, a couple of first rounders at least
0: all right blockbuster deal nfl as uh, stafford heads west goth heads east i agree with you michael makes la a better team but i don't think it makes them necessarily uh an nfc favorite to get to the super bowl um we we saw where it all ended for them in green bay of course we saw where it ended for the seahawks a week earlier against the rams in seattle so uh I just love it. I think it adds to what is already a fascinating division. This is a very cool storyline coming into the NFC West, so, and more to come. We just we haven't even started the off season. We got the Super Bowl coming up.
1: Could you imagine the NFC West? Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun
0: Watson—phenomenal,
1: yeah, up for grabs. And yes, Phenomenal. we still got the Super Bowl, so we'll see what happens with that too.
0: We we would have to dig through the history books to see if there was another four-team division that had that caliber of quarterback from top to bottom. Yeah. That would be, that'd be special. <laughs> It'd be a nightmare for each other's, all the defense coordinators in the division, <laughs> very little sleep potentially next season bump. We always appreciate it. Thanks for breaking it down for us. All right. No problem. You don't have to go home, but you can't
1: stay here.